Hi, I'm Brayden. And I'm Alicia. And this is Lobster and Lasagna, where we talk about mental health, physical health, and anything in between with relationships and marriage. Don't forget to rate and follow our show on whatever platform you listen to and leave us feedback or any topics you want us to discuss. Welcome to the show. question he wants to explore today what's that can you be friends with the opposite sex just done just friends with the opposite sex i think you can a lot of people say you can't though huh i think it takes some serious conversations though mm. open conversations honest conversations okay with the fact that your other significant other finds people attractive mm. being all right with it yeah the whole like you can look at the men- menu but doesn't mean you need to order or whatever that stupid phrase is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it does tie, tie into honesty. Because. Trust. Trust, yeah. Because trust is based on honesty. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I feel like I hear people talk about not being okay with their significant other even talking to the opposite sex. Mm, that's hardcore. To me, that's hardcore because. Like, how do you limit your significant other that way? Yeah. And why do you limit your significant other that way? Because mm, there's, there's, there's something going on for mm-hmm. that person as an individual rather than potentially the other, like they're a significant other. Yeah. It's like exploring your insecurities around that, which are hard to do. And it's easier to project it onto the other person of like they're doing something wrong. Yeah. So welcome. Will we explore this fun topic? <laughs> yes, yes. Let's in, let's enjoy this conversation here. Hmm. I need my pipe. I was going to say, what the hell is that voice? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I've talked to you about that before, that there, there seems to be different schools of thought, mm-hmm. right? There's a school of thought that um, there's no fucking way uh, you can be friends with uh, opposite sex. Yeah. I've lived with women before mm-hmm. and not been sexually... Uh, attracted attra- to them. Not necessarily. I, I could still be attracted to them, but I wasn't yeah. sexually involved. That's okay. what I was looking yeah. for. So you truly were just friends. We were just friends. Yeah. Maybe they, happened. Maybe they were attractive, but there was nothing that happened between us mm-hmm. that was sexual or anything like that. Yeah. And that happened with multiple women. At least three, if not more. Because I've lived with a lot of people. Yep, you have. I unfortunately have no <laughs> life experience to pull from here that I just have friends who are guys. Yeah, but you have an opinion. Yeah, but my opinion definitely is I think you can. And I think it's like you just said, it's based on really having clear, transparent conversations. And if someone gets uncomfortable rather than that festering and being like, well, I don't think you should see that person, you know, like really exploring like, hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable about this right now. Mm -hmm. Can we like, you know, I need to get curious about why I'm uncomfortable. I need you to be open and curious with me about like what's coming up for me right now. I mean, we have digging into that. We have stuff kind of like that, though, because I'm. I am friends with ex-girlfriend's parents. Yeah, you are. And that which threw you int- off. It did throw me, off, throw me off initially. And I think your way resolved that was conversation. It was kind of exploring like why you're friends with the ex-girlfriend parents. What was coming up for me? You know, was it like, you know, these feelings of, I don't know, like you're holding on to something or, you know, what? And kind of like working through that together. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then you also talk about open relationships because those are true out there. Yeah, I mean, there's people who it is okay in their relationship or their marriage or whatever to, you know, do other things, right? But I think the the key there is still communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there and maybe it might make people uncomfortable, but whatever. I feel like there's... There are females in my life that I'm friends with that I do find attractive, and I tell you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, for me, that's what helps keep that going. That's what helps keep us okay with that situation um, and allows it to be okay. And I think that that might be something that other people are missing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, because I feel like, too, every, again, everybody's relationship's different. There, yeah. there could be a relationship where the husband would say that to the wife, and she'd be like, fuck you, I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a chance there's a chance I could have gotten that from you. That, yeah. was, that, that was a risk that yeah. I took. Uh-huh. And I, but I think we both have this kind of, like, where we both do that, and it's, it is something okay in a relationship to find other people of both sexes attractive mm-hmm. right and we both do a point that out to each other there's times where i even will find a woman attractive i'm like hey look that look look brain like mm-hmm. she's really like gorgeous or that's whatever. the best part when i'm not right. even looking she and you point her and i'm like oh sweet yeah you're right i didn't even see that <laughs> yeah but, but i think we both do that there is like so maybe we are unique and i don't know that we ever have like this hardcore conversation of like that's okay i think it's both something we both just have kind of tested and yeah. like been okay with I mean with there, I can other. remember a time where you did get pretty jealous at one point and it did upset you yeah and, and you did tell I me. do remember that time too we you were out me. and I felt like you were flirting with these two women and mm-hmm. that made me uncomfortable and we kind of like unpack that and talk through that and mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I think that that probably is the key right like there we go po- podcast episode over just talk more <laughs> <laughs> I feel like too I modeled my my security in our relationship because there were definitely times where men would approach you or talk to you mm. or whatever. And like, if I was somebody else, there's a chance that I saw a man approach you or are you talking to a man at the bar? And I would have just gotten super jealous and been like, fuck this shit. This is bullshit. I don't mm-hmm. have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also the type of person where you're an individual, you're an adult, you're a person in a relationship. You can make your own choice. And if you made the choice that you were like, I not feeling what I'm, what I'd like with you, Brayden, this person is intriguing me. I'm going to, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. What am I actually going to do? Yeah. Well, then that's like this whole other level, right? Of control. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, though, there is something about, like, and we, like, as we've gotten older and, like, really unpack this stuff for ourselves and, we, you know, around, like, substances and, like, mm. re- hanging out with people of the opposite sex. Like, I think I still feel now that, like, that's just, like, Sometimes it's messy, unhealthy can of worms that can lead to foolish, impulsive choices. So hanging out with an opposite sex while you drink or use any substances? Yeah, well, I don't think it's like you can't use anything. But, you know, like, but if you're going out without your partner to a bar and you're drinking significantly or Mm -hmm. using another substance. There's a higher risk for blurred lines. Yeah, and impulsive behavior. That wasn't talked about prior, potentially, as well. Yeah, because I think, right? Like the substances are Mm -hmm. reducing your inhibitions, and yeah. So, and I also think flip of that, like you know, then like, um, you know, using those substances and then like getting upset with your partner, like also leads to poor conversations too, right? Like, so you know, you should be having all these conversations sober. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to hear people because it did. I I heard somebody talking about it one day, saying that 
well, actually, I was talking about how I was friends with an ex-girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you are? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I still talk to them all the time. I connect with them as an adult. Mm-hmm. That I'm no longer, has nothing to do with their daughter. Yeah. It's just me and them as adults. And we've I've fostered that relationship, and I think it's important. And somebody was just like, I would not be okay with that if my <laughs> husband was talking to his ex-girlfriend's parents. And I'm like, why is that? Yeah. And they didn't really have a reason. But there is some... There's like, a trust issue, yeah. though, is what I was thinking. Or maybe just exploring, you know, like, why does that make you uncomfortable? And I think so. So let's talk about that, right? So yeah. when that was the case, and, like, it did... I don't know if it... I don't think it made me, like, super, like, jealous. But I was like, that's a little weird, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I think, like, exploring, like, why is that weird? For mm-hmm. me, I think it's weird because, like, we're told that, like, you're supposed to just cut ties with people... Mm-hmm. after you break up with them completely and have no like connection to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it was weird and uncomfortable for me because of what I have been like taught or trained to believe you should do. Right. But if I pull that away, you know, and I do trust you. Right. And I trust our relationship and where it's at. And I think every day in a relationship is trust, right? Like another yeah. person could wake up tomorrow and say, fuck you, I'm right. not. Every so, day is a choice. Right? Yeah, every day is a choice. So like nothing is for certain, right? So anyway, th- there's all that. Um, then yeah, like why is it a big deal that you're friends with, mm-hmm. you know, w- with them as right. an adult? It, it isn't and it shouldn't be. I think right. that's all social, you know, BS, right? Mm-hmm. And to go even further with that, when you asked me about it, I would tell you that essentially... As a kid, I didn't really have family. Mm-hmm. And I think that I used to unknowingly gravitate towards people who were adults or could be surrogate quote parents, unquote, parents. For you, for sure. And they were definitely a. And they are some of those people, right? Yeah. And there's tons of, not tons of, but you have lots of the kind of handfuls like of people who are almost like surrogate, like mother or father figures to you and that have been, you know, supportive people. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is fine. Yeah, I just think it's interesting to think about the there is something there. I understand why people are nervous and say that it's impossible to be just friends with the opposite sex because we are sexual people. people. Yeah. Like it, it is normal and it's I in my opinion okay to be attracted to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's the acting on it without there being any clarification or conversations with your significant other. Mm-hmm. That ends up causing an issue. <laughs> this is maybe like a weird thing to say, but I should think sometimes for us, like looking at other people and finding them attractive and talking about it amongst ourselves increases like our sexual connection and sex mm. drive with each other. Potentially. <laughs> and can sometimes lead to like Stevie sex. Yeah. You know, like if we go out and we're like kind of like, I don't know like I fucking other people and then like we go back and like, <laughs> like yeah I oh, feel like that, I feel like that's happened for us though like yeah. so actually it doesn't it doesn't create insecurity actually almost creates like more mystique and like ooh mm-hmm. no I want to like go home and like take your clothes off like kind of vibes rather than it being like that person's attractive oh, which so you think they're hotter doesn't than I doesn't make you, you like attracted to me yeah, yeah. yeah you know like it doesn't create like a um, I don't think it has for us created like this uh, competition yeah, or competition, jealousy yeah. of like, oh, you think they're, you know. Yeah, what does that mean about me? Yeah, like I actually think it's kind of like created like more of this like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, kind of again, it's cre- created kind of like almost Well, like a I think we might even us. look at it as like she finds you, she finds him attractive, like 
he doesn't look like me in my opinion. So, like, I guess in my mind, like, maybe I think that guy's better looking than I am, and she finds you find him attractive. Oh, so then it becomes so then like that this. means I'm actually that attractive. Mm. Like, oh, you're, you're like, oh, me. wow, you find that because you're with me. <laughs> So that means I am more attractive than I think I am. Yeah. That's Rather than it being like, you know. Yeah. Oh, she finds him attractive, so she's not attracted to me. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I was just thinking for myself. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think for me, it's probably just like that act of like, I don't know, exploring like together without like exploring. Yeah. That I think is fun. Like I've always kind of found that fun in our relationship. We don't have a open marriage no. Um, We've talked about it, though. Yeah. We, we currently do not have an open we marriage. We do not have an open marriage. Currently. But I really find a lot of, like, um, excitement and, like, kind of foreplay in, like, times when we will go out and somewhere and kind of people watch together and, right. like, you know, kind of talk about, like, oh, what do you see? You know, like. Taboo. Yeah. Like, there's something kind of, you know, and, yeah. and, and then we're, we're just going back in our car and going home, just the two of us. And, uh-huh. you know, and. But yeah, like for me, that does kind of a very it's arousing. Mm-hmm. That's probably There's something why, like hot and sexy about it. It's okay it. for us, and we don't quite understand the whole thought process. Yeah, of, of it not being okay that your significant other finds somebody attractive. Because mm-hmm. I do agree that people, when people say it's not possible for the opposite sex to not be attracted to each other, I would agree with that. Because most people f- can find anyone attractive. Mm-hmm. But it's about can they be friends with that person, hang out with that person in the same vicinity of that person and not act on those sexual yeah. thoughts, feelings, emotions. Which I think has less to do with like can people from the opposite sex be friends and more to do with security in the relationship. In your Communication in the relationships, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It is very different. Like if I don't know, like you have a, a handful of female friends that you communicate with regularly and talk to and... Um, flirt. I do flirt. You okay, flirt with. And like it doesn't bother me. Right. But I think if you were like always going and hanging out with them and like, I don't know, going and just like doing projects on their house, not taking care of our house or (laughs) that would be a red flag. That would bother me. Right. Like, so there are there. So there's not like this black and white, like paintbrush here. But like, you know, so there are things that would be like, okay, what's going on? Like, you know, but again, I think it's the conversation. It can't just be like so and so texted you or called you. Right. But then there's also this transparency. I think I could say to you like, hey, like I know you've been talking to so and so a little bit more i don't know like i'm getting in my head or feeling a little uncomfortable with this can you can you can we have a conversation yeah or i also think i've been like oh you know like well what did you talk about and you'll tell me like oh yeah blah blah, blah, blah right there's never been like this well i don't know you know we just talked about we stuff talk about, yeah, we just about stuff really. yeah like, you've never been like evasive or no. weird about it you know that would so, definitely like and i could see that being creating this odd like oh that's well. gonna create that mentality of people cannot be friends with the opposite sex yeah because it I think fosters distrust mm-hmm. and then like well what does the person do you know so I think so much is about how you choose to communicate about it in your relationship so you were right in the beginning your conversations over podcast episode done you just <laughs> need to talk and have conversations that are difficult short and sweet with, ta-da <laughs> yeah yeah no I agree I agree yeah. Pretty, it's pretty. I don't know. It's it's a ta- it is a taboo thing if you think about it though, because open relationships are still taboo. Yeah, they are, and people, um, and I think now um, 
they're even more taboo, right? If you mm-hmm. like looking at opening relationships and you're a parent, mm-hmm. like right with kids, that's even more like a oh, how could you do that? Yeah, like what are you like, gonna yeah. tell your children your or your children child? You're not gonna be able to understand yeah. them. You're gonna set them up in this horrible environment. And in my mind, like, even if you do have an open relationship and you have a child, there are still things and like There's boundaries convers- and, and yeah. conversations uh-huh. and things that you're gonna talk about to facilitate the child understanding or not seeing or whatever because it's still in my mind you're still facilitating love yeah and i was gonna say like now becoming parents <laughs> like you know like pff, wow another adult to like help you and love you and support and like increase the community of yes. raising your kids. we're getting closer and closer to the sister wives <laughs> i'm so excited well i mean like for real it sounds helpful <laughs> Man, I was waiting for this day. (laughs) So again, like I think there's just like, you know, multiple perspectives and ways to look at things. And sometimes I think our we tend to be as a society a little bit too closed and judgy and we need to be a little bit more hmm. Like Yeah. Let's get curious. Yep. And if you're having issues with your relationship and the opposite sex and stuff like that, have that conversation. I also feel like, and maybe this is annoying, it's true, but there is this part of me that feels like if you are having that issue, and I'm thinking back to even the time where... I was throwing um, the girls. Yeah. I think there were a lot of other things going yeah. on for us. It was that our relationship great. that affected that. Yeah. Because you've done the same things mm-hmm. in other times, and it hasn't bothered me at all. Yeah. Right? Because... We were, in a, we were in a rough patch. We were not in a good place, that was actually that was happening. That was actually one of the rough patches you talked about. Yeah. You talked about that. Um and one of our other episodes, yeah. that was a rough patch, and that was part yeah. of Yeah, so I think it's almost less of, like, the communication, or less about the, you know, the flirting or the, you know, relationship with the opposite sex, and more about maybe, like, where you are in your own relationship, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to keep that in line. Mm-hmm. Talk, 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 and talk more. And then talk a little bit more. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. All right, people, thanks. Thank you.